entrepreneurs, business owners, professionals who seek excellence, bringing the business classroom to you. It's the Business Builders Show. Here's Marty Wolf. We still got a long way to go. Yes, we all got a long way to go. Welcome to the Business Builders Show with Marty Wolf, the show for entrepreneurs, business owners, and business leaders. I'm Marty Wolf, your host for the Business Builders Show, and along with my executive producer, D.C. Taylor. We will be your guides on this learning journey. Let me tell you my super objective in being with you today. I want to enthusiastically share stories and information to inspire leaders. That's you, by the way, so you can inspire others. My special guest with me today, and he is in the studio with me, is Joe Batista. Hi, Joe. Marty, how are you, my friend? I'm doing great. It's I'm thrilled that you... Uh, Made the trip up from State College to be with us in the studio. So this is going to be a lot of fun. We are going to be talking about Joe's book, The Power of Pragmatic Passion, Seven Common Sense Principles for Achieving Personal and Professional Success. That was a lot to say in one breath, Joe, but we'll get through all the details, right? Oh, yeah, a lot, a lot of P's in there, A lot right? of P's yeah. in there, so, yeah. You know, but we'll explain those P's yes, in, in a will. minute or two. <laughs> so let me introduce Joe Batiste. Joe is a professional speaker, success coach, and owner of Pragmatic Passion Consulting. Joe has spent his career transforming organizations and teams by counseling professional and collegiate athletes on life skills and career transitions. Joe is a former NHL team executive and six-time ACHA National Championship Hockey Coach. He helped secure Penn State's largest gift ever from Terry and Kim Pagula to build the award-winning Pagula Ice Arena. The award-winning Pagula Ice Arena. Uh, What a beautiful facility, Joe. It makes me smile every time I drive by or get a chance to be inside of it. It was uh, quite a project. I wish we had time to tell that whole story, but we don't. Um, So we're going to keep it down, (laughs) compact here. So, Joe, on the back of your book, it says, inside this book, you'll discover and learn how to apply. There's three things. What a pragmatic passion is and why it's needed in today's distracted and disengaged world. Point number two, seven common sense principles to lead you on a practical path to achieve personal and professional success. Point number three, how to use pragmatic passion to live a vibrant life, have a meaningful career, be passionate every day, and contribute to the greater good, and live comfortably with peace of mind. So, title of the book, Power of Pragmatic Passion. Maybe we would start here. What do you mean by pragmatic passion? (laughs) Pragmatic passion is using your heart and your head. That's the simplest way to describe it, that when you make big decisions in life, and I'm not talking about what restaurant are we eating at tonight. I'm talking about those career decisions. Are you going to go to college? Are you going to take a gap year? You know, what's your first job going to be? Do you want to live in a city? Do you want to live out in the suburbs? Do you want to live in a Mm -hmm. rural area? Uh, Too many people make the impulsive decisions uh, based only on emotion, only on passion, Mm. and they don't take the time to use their head and that's that pragmatic piece and you know the subtitle uh you know uh, my mantra so to speak is dream big keep it real get it done and 
you have to have big dreams or what's life worth living, right? We sure. all have to have sure. an aspirational goal. Um, and that's the passion part. And most people have dreams. Then you get to the pragmatic part, and that's, you know, keep it real, have a plan. You've mm-hmm. got to be able to do your research and know what your options are. Last but not least is get it done. And that's having the power of discipline and determination, right? Uh, the execution part. And Marty, that's where I find most people fail. And so I'm, I'm pretty, uh, uh, you know, uh, worried about what will happen to the people out there who dream big and it just becomes a fantasy because yeah. they don't do parts B and C. And that's having a plan that's adaptable. And then getting it done, get the execution part. Joe, I think we've been misled, though, by so many speakers, so many books, so many actually college commencement speeches that say, (laughs) follow your passion. Follow your passion. You disagree with these big time uh, commencement speakers? Follow your passion. We hear it all the time. I I actually do. I think I think (laughs) you actually do. uh, Yeah. Sometimes when when you tell people to just follow their passions, I say, wait a minute. You know, let's put a caveat on that, because if your passion is, you know, something that you can't get paid for and can't make a living doing, that's called a hobby. Right. Exactly. And, you know, especially what I see those those real high um, touch uh, careers that 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 really require world-class skill and i'm mm-hmm. talking about being an artist being a music professional musician right. being a uh a actor or an actress uh being a professional athlete i don't think people understand that you know you can you can have all the passion in the world you want for those celebrity careers you have to have a certain amount of talent to even try <laughs> to, <begin. laughs> to go that route right and and you know i'm not trying to bust anybody's dreams on the contrary i want people to have dreams that can come true, not fantasies that are that have no chance of coming true. Yeah, the word pragmatic resonates in everything you say and do. So your book, The Power of Pragmatic Passion, Seven Common Sense Principles for Achieving Personal and Professional Success, has been out for a little bit of time now, Joe. Mm-hmm. So what's been the reaction? What are people talking about? What are people posting? Talk to me about that. Uh, I've been thrilled with it. Uh, it's done exactly what I'd hoped it would, and it's impacting people's lives. And it's not just any one demographic, although my passion really, my passion is helping young people and their parents to make better decisions. But what I have found is that the seven principles really uh, relate to anybody. And I, and I talk about anybody in a transition, life transition. It could be, you know, a high school student trying to decide what they're going to do. Somebody in a midlife crisis on their career or somebody that's retiring and looking what's going to what are they doing for their encore career Mm -hmm. um it really comes back to trying to help them have a process Mm. and so the kinds of uh uh, feedback i'm getting uh one of my former players uh dr andrew strasser who's uh, i talk about him in the book actually he said coach when i was done reading the book i felt like i was sitting across from you at one of our player meetings and I said, well, that that's I can't get any better than that, because for me, I wanted it to be conversational. I wanted it to be 
commonsensical. Right. I didn't want it to be pedantic, full of formulae and, you know, right. all these uh, statistic, meaningless statistics. <laughs> and, you know, as a matter of fact, I talk a lot about, you know, that 87.76% of all statistics are made up on the spot. <laughs> you know, I, 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 we, we, you, can, you can make an argument for just about anything, but, um, and, and I don't want anybody to misinterpret that. I am a big believer in analytics sure. and in data, but you can go too far with some of that and it becomes boring and you lose your audience if it's too pedantic. Right. And so I, um, you know, some of the other things I, I had a gentleman come up to me after one of my talks about pragmatic passion and he had this scowl on his face and I thought he was going to come up and really rip into me. <laughs> right. And, uh, he said, I really hate motivational speakers. <laughs> and I didn't know where he was going with this. And then he said, but you had me engaged from the beginning to the end. Well done. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I, was a little, I was a little worried at first, but you know, I, I, again, I try to make it fun. I did that in the book. I try to make it relatable. A lot of real life one-on-one stories. I have pragmatic points and passion points throughout right. the book. A lot of quotes from, you know, very successful people, but there's also exercises throughout like the book. I like that part. I really so like it, that part of it. You know, you, yeah. you, I make you do the deep dive. Right. And right off the bat, one of the things I say is you got to do two things. One is you got to get an accountability partner. Right. Okay. That's good, That you're sharing the information with, because if it's just you, sometimes we, we let ourselves slip a little bit. The other thing is that we do, um, what I refer to as a digital detox. Mm. And that gets to the second point that, that you mentioned. <laughs> and that's, you know, we're this distracted world. We, we have to be in, you know, in the present and yeah. put your digital distraction devices away when you're really trying to focus and make big decisions in your life. You call the accountability partner your pragmatic passion partner, I yes. believe, yes, right? I and so I think that's a very, very important part of it. So uh, my guest is Joe Batista. His book is The Power of Pragmatic Passion, and his website is pragmaticpassion.com. Yeah, pretty simple. Pretty simple. Uh, yeah. I hope you didn't pay somebody a thousand or hundred thousand dollars <laughs> marketing dollars for that. Pragmaticpassion.com. You're also on Facebook, are you not, Joe? I am. How do people find you there? Coach Joe Batista. Coach, Coach Joe, Joe Batista. Batista. You want to spell your last name? Make sure that people get it right. You bet. B-A-T-T-I-S-T-A. All right. Joe is with me. We're talking about his book, The Power of Pragmatic Passion. We gave you the website. Uh, you can find him on Facebook. But let's get to the meat of it. What are some of those pragmatic passion principles? Let's talk about them. You got it. Uh, so they spell out the word passion. And I did that on purpose. That was intentional. I wanted people to be able to try to remember what they were. You know, and I if you give them a good start, <laughs> there's a hope that they're going to remember. But the P stands for purpose. It all starts with what matters to you. What do you want out of life? Uh, what are your core values? And again, the whole first chapter to me is the most important chapter in the book, because if you don't have that foundation, the rest of it can go off in any different sure. direction. You, you need that compass, right? You need that right. North Star. And, and uh, so that that's number one. The A is attitude. And you get to choose your attitude. You know, don't let anybody else tell you. That's so important. Say that again. Don't let anybody else tell you, you know, things. You, you give permission whether or not you're going to be a miserable person <laughs> or you're going to come at things with passion right. and energy and charisma. And uh, common courtesy and mutual respect are a big part of that. And the attitude of gratitude. you got to be able to say thank you to people that have made a difference in your life. And I have an exercise that talks how about how to do that intentionally. 
mm-hmm. and, and you know without just you know yeah. running something off the uh, first s is sacrifice now we're getting into the get it done part right okay. <laughs> oh wait a minute like i got a sacrifice to get this done uh, yeah. right. uh, hard work's hard hard work is hard and yeah. and you know what you got to do it and yeah. that's that's like what are you willing to do less of stop doing altogether or do do more of to drive you know improvement and success in your life mm. and and you know it, it really gets back to good habits and uh holding yourself accountable again you know looking in the mirror you're responsible to that person and yeah. that's that's a big part of this let me pause there for a minute joe because i think so many people just keep adding things on top of things on top of things and we got 22 principles we got to follow every day you go out of your mind trying to do all this i think it's really important to hone in on one of the things you said there you might have to eliminate something and that's oh, yes. probably a good thing right? absolutely you know what we're in this crazy hectic digitally you know driven world right we're bombarded with information and data and because of that sometimes the the real purpose gets lost in the weeds right yeah you're so busy trying to being busy that you'll forget what your purpose is you'll forget why are you really doing this and setting your own attitude is really important well and, and all those things really get back to you know having a focus as right. you said, and sacrifice, that, that's what, you know, that's focus. Yeah, and, really. And, and you have to stay uh, true to that purpose. You have to have the right attitude because there's going to be bumps on the road. There yeah, what a surprise. Are, there right? are going to be bumps. Re- resilience and perseverance and persistence are, you know, not just, uh, you know, fancy terms. They really matter. And, uh, you know, I don't know too many people that have been successful in life who haven't had to overcome some adversity. Yep. Let's go to servant leadership. Uh, it's the second S. Now, servant leadership. You have to serve before you can lead. That's uh, maybe challenging to some people to really understand. Let's it, go it a little is. deeper on that. They you have be, to serve. Say that again. You ha- you must serve before you can lead. Service comes before leadership, okay. and you have to be other centered. You know, I I talk in the book about no matter what your purpose is, it has to be for the good. It cannot be harmful to anybody or anything. You have to start there. And I think a servant leader is somebody that understands it's not about them. It is about making other people better. It's pulling people up with you, maybe having to push them every now and then. Um, you know, we call it carefrontation. Right? <laughs> carefrontation. Yeah. And, and, and you, have to, you have to be able to uh, show people that you care. Um, it, it's a different world, and we, we have to adapt. And I think as long as at your core, you have other people's best interest in mind, Mm. you're going to be a better leader. Uh, Too many people think leadership is a title. You're the boss. You know, it's more of a management transactional, uh, you you know, thing. It's not, you know, leadership to be transformational is all about relationships. And you don't serve today and gain tomorrow. Would you agree? Absolutely. It it takes patience. You build this. This is over a period of time, correct? Well, that gets back to delayed gratification. Right. You know, I I, I think about, you know, what happens to too many people in this day and age is they, uh, you know, uh, Will Smith has a great quote, uh, you know, people buy things they don't need with money they don't have to impress people they don't even like. (laughs) <laughs> and and it's all about status, right? You know, and I, well, I'm the leader, I'm the president, I'm the CEO, you know. Well, who cares if you don't take care of your people? Yeah. And and I There's, think that's a that's a big part of this. That leadership is not about you. It's about the people 
that that are, are willing to follow your lead. And this can be a high school student, a college student, a corporate executive. Um, it can be a grandparent. It can be a parent. Let's make sure we make that point, Joe, right? right? Could Absol- you address absolutely. these different folks in different levels? This applies to people at all phases of life. I got a text the other day from a friend of mine that I grew up with that just finished reading the book, and he said, this was awesome. I wished I'd have read it as a teenager. Amen. And, you know, but yet he said in his current, you know, he's my age, said, uh, I, I learned a lot from it that I'm going to put into use yeah. right away. Let's get to inspiration so we can kind of keep on moving here. So inspiration, talk to me about that. That's that's having mentors and coaches in your life. And let me, this, this is my definition of the difference between those two. A mentor is really somebody that's you've just got this relationship with, you know, it could be a good friend, it could be a relative, a coworker, you know, colleague, something like along those lines, a teammate. Um, and they're there for you to be able to, you know, have some deep conversations sure. with, et cetera. A coach is somebody you hire to work on a specific mm. skill. Mm. It might be public speaking. You know, some people say that they'd rather die than be <laughs> give a presentation in public, right? right? right. Um, and, you know, we, we, we don't bat an eye about paying for a, a coach to work with our kids when they're going to <laughs> dance lessons and ballet and art and, you know, music whatever, and, right. you know, uh, soccer, whatever. Why don't we do that same thing with our academic pursuits? You know, hiring a tutor for somebody that's deficient at math or English or hire a business coach to help you with your business or life I strongly coach. support hiring business I, coaches. I thought you would. You know, I, I, I thought you would. Well, to jump ahead on that a little bit, I mean, virtually every executive that I know, virtually every successful athlete has what? A coach. A paid coach. Yes. It's just so critically important that you have that. So, and that's a, that's a, an interesting difference. You yes. Know, the mentor well, and, versus and, the coach. You know, at, and at the core of that, you've got to surround yourself with people who are going to challenge you to be better. Amen. You know, and, and I, right. another thing I talk about is go where you're celebrated, not where you're tolerated. Go where you're get celebrated rid- instead yeah. of tolerated. Don't get rid of the toxic relationships in your life to the best of your ability. The O is options. Talk yeah. to me about options. That is developing uh, realistic options and making informed choices. It's really decision-making is what it comes down to. But I look at it a little bit differently. It all starts with doing your research, knowing what the options are. That's where I was going to go. Right? Right. So that's kind of you're building on this whole thing as yeah. you go through it, right? Absolutely you are. Understanding your options and understanding what, you're, what you want to accomplish, who you want to become, all those kinds of things, and right? You, and you go back to, okay, does it align with my purpose? Will I have the right attitude? Am I willing to make the sacrifices you know, w- sure. does it help other people, servant leadership? You know, w- will I be able to find a coach or mentor that'll help me to make, you know, develop those options and then make an informed decision? Again, we're talking about big stuff in your life, not, you know, am I going to, you know, have chocolate ice cream or vanilla ice cream? So, Well, sometimes they're big decisions. Yeah. <laughs> if your wife wants chocolate and you want vanilla, that, that can... Yeah, yeah, but... no, my wife always wants chocolate. Oh, okay. So, so that's solved. Okay, let's go to the end, which is nurture. Talk yes. to me about nurture. Uh, nurture really is helping someone to grow, okay, and yourself. Mm. Because when it's all said and done... If you stay the same, if you stop learning, you're actually going to fall behind. 
You have to keep pressing forward. The world is changing. Um, you can't stand still. You have to keep giving yourself uh, an opportunity to learn what's new out there. So it starts with your own education, continuing education, and and then it's helping others to grow. And a big part of that is is being able to do what we talked about before, carefrontation. Right? Never stop learning. And then uh, ultimately, I talk about doing a you review. And that's okay. you sitting down with your purpose, with your core values, with the goals you've set for yourself, and actually doing a self-evaluation. Because if you can't be honest with that person staring back at you, the old mirror test, right? right? You're, you're, you're just kidding yourself. Uh, you have to be able to do it. You got to get rid of your digital distraction devices, no music, nothing. You got to go to a quiet room where you're not going to be interrupted and give this deep, intentional thought with the tools that we, you know, help you develop. Right. And so that you're making informed decisions. Make the point uh, again, I've made it before, is that. The roadmap, I'll call it a roadmap, but that's okay. But your, your, the exercises are in here. Mm-hmm. You can, you can uh, hear, you can see, you can apply, you can write, and even that one sit down isn't necessarily. It's the first sit down. It's, it's not the only no one. No doubt, you should do it every three to six months. You should. You got to keep coming back right? to that. And I and I, you know, we we've talked about this before. Uh, you know, people say, "Wow, plans." You know, that's a waste of time. You know, no, it's not. And even though you know that that great philosopher Mike Tyson once said, "Everybody's got a plan until you get punched in the nose." Yeah. Uh, that's he. He's you know being misquoted. He basically is saying you have to adjust. Right. Okay. As things start to develop, but you still have to have a plan. You got to have a, a and, plan to follow because you'll never be on track if you don't do that. Right. And then it's something to hold you personally accountable and responsible to yourself. How do you stay current, Joe? I'll put you on the spot there. How do you learn? What do you do? You read, you listen to podcasts. What do you do? All the above. When I walk my dog, I am typically listening to a podcast while I'm doing it. Um, I start off every morning listening to uh, my kind of music, pump-up music. Right. Um, sometimes it's uh, it, it's it's mellow music. It, it'd be instrumental music, whatever. Um, but I want to put myself in the right frame of mind to learn. So I have Soundview, uh, which is executive summaries of books. Because, you know, you don't have all – there's not unlimited time to do this. But if I read those summaries, uh, that makes – it helps me develop a good option and make an informed choice whether I actually want to invest the time to read that book. Yeah, but but I can I'm you know, there. and 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 so that helps. And then obviously I have my own set of mentors, and I have a coach, some some guy named Marty. Oh, I hope he's doing okay. He's this, doing this great. is going very well. He's so doing he must great. be doing okay. <laughs> so so my guest is Joe Batista. His book is The Power of Pragmatic Passion, Seven Common Sense Principles for Achieving Personal and Professional Success. You can find him at pragmaticpassion.com, at Facebook, at Coach, Coach Joe, Joe Batista. At yes. Coach Joe Batista. You can also find him on LinkedIn under Joe Batista, yes. correct? Yes, sir. Okay. And the book is now on Kindle and on Audiobooks. Thank you. Thank you it for is just me uh, that. recently, uh, and some guy with a deep, raspy voice that used to be a coach uh, narrates it. So there's no excuses. <laughs> no excuses here. Hey, it's a great holiday gift idea. I, I would you agree. Give, give one to yourself and all your friends and family members. <laughs> and again, you said this before. What I find 
is I got a lot of grandparents and parents get them for teenagers. You got, you know, friends giving it to other friends that think they need a little boost. And then you got, you know, people that are retired that Al Stewart, who helped me with parts of the book, said, Joe, this all, you know, he just retired and said, this is helping me to start figure out what I want to do with the, you know, second half of my life. Well, you said at the beginning of the interview, it's that's just about anybody in transition. If you lost your job or you're going through some midlife crisis or whatever you're doing, and you say, hey, there may be something out there that I I want to look a little deeper at. This is a great place to start. Absolutely. So get Joe's book. So, Joe, we need to wrap up uh, this show. Um, What is it? We talked about so much, and people have to get the book uh, and or the audio book and or their Kindle. Um, what's the main takeaway? What, what do you want people to remember from the, our chat today? That, that you, you really need to dream big. You have to keep it real, and then you got to get it done, and you need a roadmap to help you do that in order to live a meaningful, purposeful, fulfilling life. And, and it's all about, you know, I want you to look back, you know, and at the end of, you know, your days, you're going to be able to say, that was an Academy Award-winning life. Yeah. You know, that's what we aspire to, right? And and people have different meanings for success. Sure. That's part that's an exercise that we do in the Absolutely. book. Absolutely. That you gotta figure out. My my definition of success might not be the same as yours. And I think it comes back to we want people to be able to say, I've got peace of mind because I'm living the life that I created, I designed, and I was resilient. And I learned these seven principles that helped me to make better decisions. Joe, there's a lot more I want to talk about. So uh, can we schedule time for you to come back? Absolutely. Always, uh, always love having an opportunity to talk with you, Marty. So my guest has been Joe Batista. His book is The Power of Pragmatic Passion. Go to his website, pragmaticpassion.com, to learn more. Thanks so much, Joe, for being part of the show. You bet. Thank you, Marty. Thank you so much for listening to The Business Builder Show. To learn more about me, and I'm Marty Wolf, go to... Marty Wolf Business Solutions.com. That's Marty Wolf Business Solutions.com. To learn more about Kelly Hoey, go to her website, which is jkellyhoey.co. That's jkellyhoey.co. And of course, you can find Kelly and Marty on LinkedIn and Twitter. A reminder you can find all our Business Builders shows on iTunes, Spotify, and on your favorite podcast app. Bringing the business classroom to you. It's the Business Builders Show with Marty Wolf.